going to turn things back to Mr. Mark Weber for the third and final hour of this special edition of Garden Talk this morning. Mark, what's coming up next? What have you? It's been pretty um, amazing today to hear everybody's voices. You know. Yes. And I would encourage anyone that uh, wants to share a story, wants to talk about what's happened to them um, that has been touched or altered or moved, um, the good, the bad, the ugly, we want to hear from you right now at 457-1290. There's uh, two open lines. Um, We have gone through a really bad thing here in southwest Ohio with these tornadoes. Um, I know there's a lot of people out right out there right now that are hurting and there are people out there who need help. And one way we can help them is to talk about what's happened to them and what you've seen and what you've experienced. Give us a call at 457-1290. And also, if you want to do your part, and I know we all feel this thing inside of us that we want to help these poor people, um, go to whio.com forward slash tornado relief where you can donate a uh, dollar, you can donate whatever you feel is is needed, and that full amount of money. We're trying to raise $20,000 to get mobile food units up and going into eight different locations by next week. We need your help. Time is of the essence. Again, whio.com forward slash tornado relief. On 1290-957-WHAO, Dayton News and Talk. The views and opinions expressed during this program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cox Media Group, Ohio. I'm Storm Center 7 meteorologist Kirsty Zantini. We're watching the radar right now. If weather breaks, we break in immediately. You're on 1290-957-WHIO, and Dayton's News and Talk. And I'm Dayton's consumer warrior, Clark Howard. You're listening to an Ask the Expert Weekend. As many in the Miami Valley continue to deal with the aftermath of the Memorial Day tornadoes, we're bringing you a special edition of Garden Talk with Mark Weber here on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. And a good Saturday morning to each and every one of you as we enter the third and final hour of Garden Talk with Mark Weber. And uh, this special edition, we are spending lots of time talking about the aftermath of... uh, no less than uh, 14 tornadoes and, and of, of astronomical wind speed. Um, and we would love to hear from you today at 457-1290. There's two open lines. And uh, most importantly, we would love to hear your voices. So let's head to the telephone lines at 457-1290. And let's go talk to Shauna. Shauna, good morning. Hey, Mark. How are you? I'm well, Shauna. How, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Hey, um, I just had a question about hostas. Uh, we we live in Huber Heights, and of course, the hail damage mm-hmm. um, pretty much tore those babies up. And I am wondering if, if there's anything that we need to do. They don't, they're not brown or wilted or anything. They just have big holes in them. Okay. <laughs> is your, are you okay, and is your home okay? Oh, yeah, we just had a little bit of hail damage to the vehicles, okay. um, and, and, and that's it. We were in the basement, and we, we are fine. Now, on our street, I live in on Kit Ridge and Bell Fountain area yeah. in Huber Heights, and one side of the street on Powell was just, I mean, leaves, trees, everything, and then on the other side, hardly anything, and I just think that is totally amazing, devastating, but amazing. Well, and, and like so. earlier today when you heard Jesse Mag and I talking about wind pressure, Right, I was listening. <laughs> and, 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 and it's what's, what's, you know, when you hit, and this is where things get really interesting with wind pressure, is that yeah. when, the, after about 55 miles an hour, the tree is completely engulfed in wind. It, it's, right. not, it's not giving up. And then once you, you know, hit that level of, of 75 to 80 miles an hour, that's when it starts to lose its leaves. And by the time right. you're at 90, everything has been removed from the tree that's leaf-wise. And, yeah. and, and so that's the difference in wind, wind speed at the time. Um, I would definitely have, if you have any trees in your yard, ma'am, I would have them inspected by a certified arborist just okay. to, to check for defects. Because I can tell you there's going to be defects galore in, the one, in, in what we call the survivor trees. And a right. lot of these defects can be managed and these trees be reasonably safe by some, some proper aftercare. 
Um, that's okay. that's a, one important thing. If and and the other important thing is, as far as your hostas are concerned, the good news: these are perennials, meaning that they grow from their roots up. So okay. if the leaves have been severely damaged and lost, and the and the those leaves have lost functionality, they're going to die, which is okay. okay. And the plant will produce new leaves in in place as long as the plant is properly hydrated and pro- has the proper amount of nutrition. You know, that's okay, one of the right. it's one of the miracles of plants. You know, plants have these backup auxiliary systems, so to speak, uh-huh. to manage themselves when bad things happen. So that's part of it. the other thing is with your trees, if you had hail, you could have very well had some pretty severe um, stem damage related to hail to the hailstones. Uh-huh. And it can cause some bad stuff. And there may be some things that can be done. Like, for example, if the wounding was great and the cambium has been severely damaged, you can wrap the trunk of the tree with black plastic, and Uh that'll hold the moisture inside the tree, and the tree will actually grow new parenchyma cells to heal those wounds shut. And that's why, yeah, and that's why I'm going to say, if you were in an area that you had hail but not a lot of wind, you need to have your trees checked out because if there is severe wounding related to um, these types of injuries, There's some really simple, inexpensive things that you can do to help mend these trees and make them better. Okay. Okay. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you, ma'am, and I'm glad you you're 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 doing well, and I hope that uh, you can help your friends and neighbors as well. Okay. We will. Thank you. Thank you. Four five seven twelve ninety. Again, please give. We need about twenty thousand dollars by Monday morning for these folks that do not have food. They've lost everything, ladies and gentlemen. If you go into these neighborhoods or even watch the news, you'll see complete homes destroyed. They they have no money. They need food. And one of the essence of life, food and water. You can help them by going to whio.com forward slash tornado relief. Do the right thing. Like I said, 28 years on the radio, and I've never asked for you to ever to pay a dime for my free advice I'm asking you now to help pay for these people to have a little bit of food in their stomach. Let's head to the telephone lines, and let's go to Sydney in Kettering, Ohio. Hi, Sydney. Good morning. Good morning, Mark. Uh, I took your advice and had a soil test, but I don't understand it. (laughs) (laughs) It's why the guy always says on the radio that when you do a soil test, have it done professionally. Because when the average person gets it. It was done by uh, (laughs) Spectrum Analytic Inc. Yeah, but you don't know how to read all the numbers, do you? No, Uh, not really. And I I also have uh, a a problem with a, a... a tree that is my neighbor's. Okay. That uh, needs to be taken down. I mean, every time there's storms, I have, a, I would say a good third of the tree is dead. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Um, have you notified your neighbor of those concerns of the oh, tree? Well, the, the neighbor who, who I had in 2012. Uh, I had asked the neighbor, I said, this tree is dying. I will go half on taking this tree down. They won't do it, will they? And it, it, he wasn't interested. Now, and he died last year, so okay. uh, someone else owns it, and I don't know whether okay. they well, let's, will do let's, anything. Sydney, let's, let's, let's talk about a, a couple legalities here, okay? okay. You, have but, to put that, you have to put that new property owner on notice, what they call legal notice, about the condition of the tree. So what you need to do is hire a certified arborist to do particularly one that's what they call tree risk assessment qualified or what acronym track qualified and have them do an inspection on the tree in question and then write a report regarding its likelihood of failure. And then if that if it's if it's what you believe it to be, then you would serve that uh, written report to that property owner. And this is why it matters, because when that tree does break and fall, and if you have given them sufficient notice of your concerns, they would be on the hook, so to speak, the financial hook to make those repairs. And if it falls in your house or does whatever damage. Well, it's already fallen and done major damage, a hole, a hole through the roof of my sh- shed. Again, you need to put them on notice, okay, notice, 
And that's a legal term, meaning you give them notice of the condition that there is, a dangerous condition. And if you do that, they don't do anything, then it's all on them. I just hope you don't get hit by the tree when it falls over. Well, that's what scares me to death. I, and, and ma'am, I, I, I understand. And, I, and the other thing is I do know for a fact from other circumstances that the city of Kettering probably won't do anything to help you as far as a nuisance issue is concerned. They've come out twice. And they don't do anything about it, do they? Well, they've re- <laughs> they've sent a sent well he, why he was still alive sent a notice to him, okay. and then probably within three weeks after they sent him a notice, he he died. Okay, but Sydney, uh, what, what I'm going to say to you though is you need to get them a written notice, this new property owner, but you need to have a qualified arborist look at it, and in regards to the soil test is concerned, you need to work with a qualified professional that can know how to read the soil test interpret it and guide you on the best methods and means on how to work on it. Four, five, seven, 12, 90. Let's go to the telephone lines. Once again, two open lines right now. If you'd like to jump aboard four, five, seven, 12, 90. Let's go talk to Jim. Jim. Good morning. Good morning. How can we help Jim? Well, uh, my son in Beaver Creek lost six trees in the storm and there are four evergreens, uh, spruce and pine, that were blown down completely, root ball and all. Mm -hmm. I have heard that it it might be, they're about 40 years old, so they're pretty mature, uh, that it might be possible to just pick them up and let them fall back into their root their hole doesn't work doesn't work let's not let's not even waste time on that one it that that is that is no it's not going to happen this is why this is why um if you had winds that exceeded like we previously talked about at 120 to 130 miles an hour um you you know exceeded the 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 wind pressure that a, a, a typical structurally sufficient tree could hold up and when those roots cracked and break, you, you've got plants that are in full, full growth cycle. Those roots have desiccated, and the likelihood of survival is slim to none. And more so if you put them back into the ground like you're speculating, you have created a, a kind of a hazardous, dangerous condition. It's time to cut bait. It's time okay. to cut them down. It's time That's to replant. today, then. No, and, and, and I, know, I know this hurts. But the reality is we have to rebuild. And you can't take things that have been gone through purgatory and hope and dream that they're going to come back because the reality is, sir, they are not. Good luck to you and be safe out there. This is a very special tornado edition of Garden Talk with Mark Weber on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. It's an Ask the Experts weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news weather and traffic station, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's news and talk. If you work for AK Steel, your pension's value could go down. With the impending union contract change on September 1st, your pension may take a significant hit. Do you know how this change is going to affect you? You could be at risk of losing $25,000, $30,000, maybe even more. Think about what that could do to your retirement. Don't lose a penny of what you've worked so hard for. Mike Martinez from the Pension Group can help you make sense of what this change means for your retirement. For more than two decades, Mike and his team have helped hundreds of families make sense of their pension options. And when it comes to this change, timing is everything. Don't delay September 1st. You only have a limited time to make the best choice for your retirement. Call Mike today to schedule a visit or attend an informational event specifically for you. 937-669-7094. Don't fall victim to these changes. 937-669- 7094 or online thepensiongroup.com slash event. Investment advisory services offered through the Pension Group. Neither Mike Martinez nor the Pension Group has an affiliation with AK Steel. What's inside your mattress affects its price, comfort, and durability. But most mattress manufacturers won't show you what's inside their products because they simply don't want you to know. How can you know if you're getting the best value if you don't know how your mattress is made? At the Original Mattress Factory, we believe that transparency is what's best for our customers. So we have open displays of each model in our showroom, so you can see and feel the difference in our products. Visit one of our local Original Mattress Factory stores to see exactly what we're made of. Not so long ago, all mattresses had two sides, and for a good reason. 
You can flip two-sided mattresses regularly, making them last longer than one-sided mattresses. So, what happened to two-sided mattresses? In an effort to cut costs, most mattress manufacturers cut their mattresses in half. For nearly three decades, the original Mattress Factory has believed that building high-quality two-sided mattresses is the right thing to do. Visit us in one of our stores or at OriginalMattress.com to see how our products are built right and built to last. Support local cancer survivors and join Stockslagers for their 8th annual combos for the cure. Come to the Garden Center on Saturday morning, June 1st, and help us raise money for local cancer organizations. Support by creating a combination planner of your own design. You choose your plants, container, and decorations, and Stockslagers will donate $20 of your purchase to your choice of two local cancer support programs, the Noble Circle Project or Women's Wellness. See you Saturday, June 1st at Stockslagers. Stockslagers Greenhouse and Garden Center. David Cemetery has been serving the families of the Miami Valley since 1826. Did you know that even if you choose cremation that you can still choose a traditional grave space and headstone? At David Cemetery, you and a loved one can place your cremations together on one space and provide your family a traditional final resting place. For more information, call 937-434-2255 or go to davidcemetery.com. David Cemetery, generations of care. Hi, this is Westy with Everybody Fitness, and we are extending our offer for a free 30-day membership. That's right. You can still check us out free for 30 days with no purchase necessary. Get your free 30-day membership by stopping in or check us out online at everybodyfitness.com. His whole neighborhood is totally gone. From all of us here at 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, thank you, Miami Valley, for sharing your emotional stories with us. Your, your father's neighborhood, you say the neighborhood was destroyed? Yes. And for trusting us to keep your family safe. And ladies and gentlemen, we need your help. There are people in our community right now that need food. Uh, the Dayton Food Bank and WHIO are trying to raise about $20,000 to make some mobile food units available to eight different locations. By early next week, we need about $20,000. Please go to whio.com forward slash tornado relief. Give what you can. They need your help. Let's check out the updated weather forecast from News Center 7. Few areas of fog developing towards the south of I-70 today. Temperatures near 60 degrees. Mostly sunny to start, partly cloudy by the time we get into the afternoon with a chance for showers and storms returning from north to south in the late afternoon and lasting into the evening hours. As we go into the overnight hours tonight, a few passing showers. Much cooler temperatures expected for Sunday, high of 70 degrees. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag on Dayton Severe Weather Station, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. A current scan of the new live Doppler HG7 radar shows clear conditions at 64 degrees on the station that you depend on for weather, traffic, and storm coverage. This is 1290 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. As many in the Miami Valley continue to deal with the aftermath of the Memorial Day tornadoes, we're bringing you a special edition of Garden Talk with Mark Weber here on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. 457-1290, let's jump to the telephone lines once again here on Garden Talk uh, with Mark Weber, and let's go talk to Gil. Gil, good morning. Hey, good morning. How can we help, Gil? Hey, I live in Troutwood. Okay. I got trees everywhere. Yep. The only type of saw I got is a electric chainsaw, and I don't have no power. And insurance only moved the trees out my driveway and off the fence that it tore down. Mm-hmm. And I just need anybody that want to volunteer to help me move this stuff with chainsaws, anything we can just take it to the curb. Okay. Um, Gil, I tell you what, um, do you want us to take your phone number and for somebody to give you a call, or what would be best for you? That's fine. Or any volunteers uh, need an address? Okay. Well, well let's, let's just do a phone number, Gil, for your protection, okay? Okay. That'd uh, be- um, I, I just think it, it, I think that would be prudent. I, wouldn't, I don't want to give your address out over the air. But what, what phone number, Gil, can someone reach you at to give you a helping hand? Okay. By, by the way, are you are you safe where you're at and you you're Yeah, we okay. we're safe, you know, but you know, we we I can't I don't have hot water because the um 
furnace worked off of a ventilator. Yeah. To blow the fumes out the furnace, it needs to have a, a electric. Okay. But we, you know, we haven't had power. Right. Are you eating? Areas have power, but we don't have power yet. Yeah. Are you getting food to eat? Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I want to make sure. And you've got and you got water, right, Gil? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I just want to make sure you got food and water. Off water and stuff. Sure. And so, Gil, what phone number can somebody call you at if they want to give you a help helping hand? Okay. Okay. Thank you. Nine three seven. Six two three. One four five six. Okay. I got trees everywhere. Nine three seven. Mm-hmm. What's the next digit, please? Six two three. Okay. One four five six. All right, Gil. I wish you the best. Uh, my prayers are with you and you and your family and your neighbors. Hopefully, somebody has heard this and is going to give you a helping hand. Okay. Thank you, Gil, and 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 God bless and God speed to you, sir. God bless you for what you're doing. Thank you, sir. Folks, you just heard Gil. He has no electric. He has no water. I'd like to give him a helping hand. You heard his phone number. Give him a call. Also, we like to get a donation from you to help feed some of these poor, unfortunate souls that have had their lives just completely ripped out from beneath them. Go to whio.com forward slash tornado relief. Again, whio.com forward slash tornado relief. Please, please, please give. We need to get $20,000 into the bank so that we can mobilize some mobile food units to go into areas like Trotwood and help these people so they have some food on their table, some water to drink. They need some help, and we need your help to help them. More Garden Talk will continue after this on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO Dayton's News and Talk. The Miami Valley's only radio station for 24-hour breaking news, weather and traffic, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. This is the station Dayton turns to first for live team coverage of breaking news. WHIO Dayton Springfield. Your news starts now. Depend on it. It's 8.30. I'm Jonah Adi with the WHIO News Update. Our top story we're following this weekend, the relief efforts to help with those impacted by Memorial Day's tornadoes are still continuing and making quite the amount of progress. Another chance for showers and storms could affect your plans today. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag. Your exclusive WHIO forecast is coming up. Well, WHIO triple team traffic is looking all clear throughout those major freeways as well as on the service streets. No major accidents, slowdowns, or road work to get in your way. And it is our top story. The Miami Valley coming together as a community during a tremendous time of need. 15 tornadoes confirmed to have touched down throughout the area on Memorial Day, the strongest of which was NEF 4. St. John's Lutheran Church in Salina, one of many places throughout the area offering food, water, and something that is unquestionably important, a listening ear to others. It takes a toll emotionally hearing these heartbreaking stories. It takes volunteers away from their families. But they say they know having an open door and an open ear is very important. We are kind of feeling the pressure, you know, the guilt, the mom guilt, but we know that this is where God is telling us to be. That's WHIO's James Ryder. To learn how you can help, visit whio.com forward slash tornado relief, and you'll find all the information you'll need at that site. Well, DPNL crews working hard all week and into the weekend to restore power to everybody after those tornadoes, and the company saying it's entirely due to the 1,500 people working to help them in their recovery. More than 60,000 customers have their power back on. That's from over 70,000 who had lost power when those storms hit. Now the number of outages still remaining include just over 9,500 DPNL customers. We're going to be following their progress and we'll give you updates as we get them.
Well, many communities are faced with having to remove tons of debris from those storms, but city leaders are cautioning that burning the debris is out of the question. The public health department is reminding citizens that open burning of storm debris is prohibited in city limits. The state of Ohio has strict rules against burning any waste material, including storm debris, within city limits as well. WHIO's Ron Otto says that residents are encouraged to contact the local municipalities for all of the information on how to remove the damage. Well, let's get a look at the most accurate and dependable weather forecast with meteorologist Jesse Mag. Areas of fog have developed, especially towards the south of I-70. Otherwise, most of us starting with mostly sunny skies and temperatures near 60 degrees. As we go throughout the day, a chance for storms late in the day, 81 degrees for the high temperature. I'm Storm Center 7 meteorologist Jesse Mag on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. And the latest uh, scan of the live Doppler 7 radar shows uh, some of that dense fog activity still remaining throughout the area, but majority of it we're seeing is dissipating to the point where it's hardly noticeable there at all. Still going to be something to keep an eye out for, but right now we're seeing 63 degrees in Troy, 61 in Springfield, 59 in Xenia, but 64 degrees here in Dayton at 633. I'm Jonah Adi, WHIO Continuing News. If you love them enough to turn off your music and pretend like their music is your music. Ah, this is mommy's jam. Then surely you'll check NHTSA.gov slash the right seat to make sure they're in the right car seat. Let's play it again. Check today at NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Act Council. 1959 was a very special year. Do you know why? Hi, this is Randy from Green Velvet Sod Farms. And this year, we're celebrating our 60th year in business. Green Velvet's founders, Ray and Mary Tischer, planted the seeds that would become Green Velvet on their farm near Bellbrook back in 1959. Over time, as the farm grew, our customers asked us for additional products to help grow and maintain plants in the landscape, such as grass seed, fertilizers, weed killers. And what was a small sod farm back in 1959, today grows over 700 acres of instant lawn sod and distributes a wide range of turf and ornamental supplies, serving the needs of landscape professionals throughout Ohio. Put 60 years of experience to work for you. Our team of turf professionals can provide you with solutions to all of your needs in the landscape. With four locations throughout Dayton and Columbus, the Green Velvet Advantage is not far away. Check out our website at greenvelvet.com. And remember, it's easy to be green with Green Velvet. Let's spend time to take a walk through the Garden Gate with John Scott from Norwood Garden Center and Landscape on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Good morning, Mr. John Scott. Good morning, Mark. How you doing? Well, well we're fine. Uh, we uh, got missed by about a mile, so I've got a lot of co-workers who didn't get missed at all, so we've been, like everyone else, uh, doing what work we need to get down to the store and then zipping over to some of our uh, co-workers' houses. And I've put more time in on a chainsaw this week than I probably have in five years. Good. So uh, just doing doing the same stuff everyone else is doing and trying to focus on what's important right now and helping these folks get their lives somewhat uh, stable. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's traumatic, Mark. It's, uh, I went into one of our manager's neighborhoods to help them they had over 25 trees come down and uh, three on the house. And uh, going through that neighborhood is just, uh, I saw the damage on TV and you saw the aerial photos. And then you actually go into one of the zones and in person, it's, it's, a, it's a traumatic thing. That is for darn sure. It's a, it's a life-changing event for a lot of folks, both those helping folks and for those folks who are in, in need. So it's, it's, been a, it's been a tough week, that's for sure. Don't you think, John? It's humbling. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, that's yeah. the word and, that I, 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 um, I. You know, we when we went through Hurricane Ike, that was horrible, and you know, we've gone through floods and everything. But this is like, I, I told you know, I told Kim, I said these these neighborhoods are places that you know I've worked, I've planted. Um, I've watched these neighborhoods grow up and become really nice places and they're gone. (laughs) 
Uh, well, like dad, mom, mom and dad live in the middle of a five acre wood. And I called dad and I said, well, because they, they, the house didn't take a hit, but he said, well, because we no longer have a five acre wood. We have a two and a half acre wood. Yeah. I mean, and I've done, we haven't done anything on mom and dad's because our house is fine. Dad said, no, go, go take care of the people who need help. Is our house is fine. We can clean this up another time. But right. I mean, he's got, he's got 60, 60 trees and most of them, you and I can't get our arms around that or down. So, I mean, that's just the, the whole, the whole landscape has been changed. Uh, and I mean, it's just things, this is sort of silly. And I know my manager won't care me saying it, but we're piling up debris pile after debris pile after debris pile in her yard. And her yard, like I said, she lost like 20 trees. It was a shady, shady yard. She said, this is all going to kill my grass. I said, Marilyn, it doesn't really matter because you've got a shade lawn and now it's full sun, you know, but that's the things that people are going to go through. You know what I mean? That it's the landscape has, has totally changed. Uh, yep. What what was a beautiful area is now going to be a beautiful area again before you know it, but it's going to take a while. So. And that's and I that's think that's 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 the thing that that we need to stress that there this is going to become a rebuild, and we're going to be here on Garden Talk at four five seven twelve ninety to help you rebuild your world, to rebuild your landscape, to rebuild your lawn, to rebuild your trees, to rebuild your shrubs, to rebuild your plantings. And yes, we're going to rebuild it, but also it'll help rebuild you personally and emotionally by replanting. And I think there's a lot to be said about that as well. John Scott, yep, you right. got you, you guys are open for business, I assume. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah like I said, we were we were not hit, so yeah, we're open nine to eight today and ten to six tomorrow. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, the a lot of emotional counseling going on. I think at all kinds of stores, our store and yep. even at the hardware stores, it's it's. It, it's good to see that there's just strong support and everyone's listening to everyone's problems and and uh, everyone needs an escape. So yep, do what you can today to help somebody else out and help yourself out by helping somebody else out. We'll, we'll move forward, Mark. Good advice, my good friend. Take care. We'll Bye. Bye-bye. You've been through the Garden Gate with John Scott from Norwood Garden Center and Landscape. The Garden Talk phone lines are open. Call the garden guru, Mark Weber, at 457-1290 on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. Yes, we will rebuild. 457-1290 is the number of the dial if you would like to be part of Garden Talk. Also, I ask you... A favor from me, Mark Weber, the garden guru, who has done this for 28-plus years and has never asked you to give anything other than your listening ears and to follow my good advice. I'd like for you to go to whio.com forward slash tornado relief, and I'd like for you to make a donation. That donation, every dime, every nickel, every penny, every dollar will go to raising approximately $20,000 to put mobile food units in place into eight different locations in, my, in the Miami Valley to get people some food. These people need food right now, ladies and gentlemen. Can you imagine having your home wiped off the map, your electricity off, your water gone, and not have food in the refrigerator and know that that 20 bucks that you had in your wallet on on Monday night is completely gone because you had to feed yourself. Help these people, please. They need your help. Let's head to the telephone lines and let's go to Marvin. Marvin, good morning. Good morning. Morning, sir. I have a question about uh, the debris that's left over by the storms we had. Yes, sir. And my main question is, is watching the Channel 7 news, and they showed picking up some of the good lumber that's been ripped off of houses, roofs, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. What do they do with that good board footage of lumber? Is it just taken out somewhere and put in a landfill rather than somebody trying to recover that to build, say, later on? A raised bed of some sort for a garden. I I don't even know where to begin to answer that question, Marvin. I I you know I would agree with you that if there's things that can be salvaged and reused, please do it. And the other thing is, a lot of these trees that have fallen, maybe they should be recycled and used to build uh, to to make new 
new wood to build new homes. I mean, right. I, I mean, we we've we've got to we've got to make hay while the sun shines. Um, and if you own a woods that's been decimated by this event, just don't let it go to waste and, you know, remove those dead and fallen trees. Do it safely. Work with a a, 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 a timbering company. Get it removed. Use it. You at least get some money from it and replant the woods. Right. You, know, you cannot let you cannot let something like this um, change your life to the place that you live in gloom and doom the rest of your life. You've got to pick yourself up from the bootstraps you got to start all over again. And yes, it's going to hurt. And yes, it's going to be painful. But I got a sense that there's a whole lot of people around here going to help each other for a long time. I sure hope so. Yes, sir. Marvin, Thanks thank a you. Lot. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. 457 1290 is the number of the dial. Let's head to the telephone lines and let's go to Jane and Eaton. Jane and Eaton, good morning. Good morning, Mark. Um, I didn't realize this was a tornado. Um, so luckily we here in Lake Lachengren skirted, the tornado skirted around us, but our community is certainly sending supplies to those areas to help out. Thank you. My, my question is, and I've been fighting this for a couple years now, I have the Nostock commune in my yard. You have what again? Nostock, N-O-S-T-O-C. And it's the, when it's dry, it's black and it's flat. It's in my grass and along my driveways. And when it gets wet, it, it grows up and it becomes dark green and very gelatinous. Okay. I know what you've got. You got an algae. It's it's also known as star jelly, witch's butter, mare's eggs, Mm. etc. Yep. I have talked with my lawn care company. I've stopped up at nurseries. I have researched this. You know, I keep coming up with Michigan State's ideas. I can't find anything to get rid of this. I understand I can't rototill it. Um, I tried the DIY with uh, baking soda powder all up and down the driveway. That didn't work. Do you have any help? Well, algae, and that's what you've got. you got a, an algae. Um, it's related directly to drainage. Um and if there's any way you could improve the drainage on your property, that would probably help eliminate it in more ways than none. Um, and I've worked with different types of allergies before, and they're fueled by water. And so if there's any way that you can improve the drainage, I think you can probably help at least alleviate this nasty stuff dramatically. Hmm. Um, because where it's at, I don't have a drainage problem. You may have one that you may not know about. Okay. Yeah, and and usually it it relates to soils that are heavily compacted, and soils that typically have um some nutrient deficiencies. Um. Okay. So I would suggest maybe doing a um soil compaction test. And if you need that help, call my office at 937-835-3381. We do soil compaction tests for people all the time. And see if a soil compaction is the issue. And from there also, you may want to also think about doing what they call a core test, which is where you, you cut a core into the earth and go down as deep as you can to see what type of impervious layers of, um, compaction there is below that's stopping the water from draining away and you can have you know within any site um different parts of the united states you have these impervious layers that stop water movement so really what the 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 key ingredient controlling algae issues is is water if you can eliminate the water you can eliminate the algae so that's that's where i i've worked with this issue before um related to other types of algae and it's it's all fueled by water. Okay. And it's, can, it's, it's kind of like, kind of you could think of it like a three-legged stool. Um, if, you, you know, if you take one of the legs of the stool away, you'll get rid of the problem. Um, a lot of, you know, disease and insect and, and pathogen problems within the natural world is directly related to removing one of the legs of the stool. So for this, and you're in the example of algae, you remove the water source 
um, and then you remove the algae. And so okay. my, my sense is it's probably something related to soil compaction and drainage. And if you can re- improve that issue, you will likely imp- em- elim- eliminate this cyanobacteria. Bacteria. Okay, I mean, well, algae, excuse me. Does that make okay, sense? I, well, I can work on the drainage problem, but in the meantime, um, any ideas what if, if there I is could none. break it up? There, oh, there, there, is, is there is none. I mean, you're, deal- you're dealing with an organism that's been around for three and a half million years. Okay. Okay, and it's evolved around compaction and soil, so soil drainage. So it, okay. the solution isn't a, you know a quick fix at the hardware store or a quick spray. This is this is directly related to drainage, and you got okay. to improve the drainage and improve drainage by drain tile. You figure out where the soil. I mean, this is going to take some serious brain power to figure right. figure this out. And, right. Well, my question is. While it's all gooey and gloppy, I don't rake it, I don't touch it. But when it's dry, I can rake it. Is there any way I could kill that stuff when I take it off my grass? No, so, no. Because <laughs> oh, wow. you're dealing with stuff with spores, okay? Okay. You can't get rid of spores. They're everywhere. Okay. They blow through the air. And it, even if you did get rid of it, they would, they would blow in with the next wind. Yeah, see, I'm afraid to send it down to a... a you know, put it in the dump or something because the minute it gets wet, it's going to grow and commune there. And I would feel horrible yeah, like, if that happened. And I said, like I said to you, the real, the, the solution, the root of the problem, the root of the issue is drainage. You got to improve the drainage and it may be an expensive process. It may be an inexpensive process. I don't know, but you're going to have yeah. to do the proper investigation to figure it out. Ma'am, I must go, but, okay, good, but good luck. Good luck to you. By the way, folks, we need your help. We need to raise about 20000 bucks for people that have been affected by these terrible tornadoes. Go to whio.com forward slash tornado relief and give what you can. More Garden Talk will continue after this on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO Dayton's News and Talk. When the Miami Valley gets hit with breaking news, severe weather, or traffic tie-ups, depend on us for up-to-the-minute information, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. David Cemetery has been serving the families of the Miami Valley since 1826. Families often remark that pre-planning was the greatest gift a parent has given them. Act with love, plan ahead, and talk about what you might want. Help your family by relieving the burden of difficult financial and emotional decisions during a time of grief. For more information, call 937-434-2255 or go to davidcemetery.com. David Cemetery, generations of care. Stock market instability, volatility, and losing money is a big concern, but it doesn't have to be. With a structured retirement plan, you can protect your money and forward your financial progress toward retirement. You don't have to risk your future riding the stock market roller coaster. Call the Miami Valley's retirement resource and author of Income Allocation, David Gaylor at Tradewinds Financial Group, 800-385-0437. That's 800-385-0437. And tune in Saturdays at 3 for your game plan for retirement. Investment advisory services are offered through Precision Capital Management and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. With Lee's, homestyle can happen anywhere. No matter where your summer takes you, you can still feast famously at Lee's Famous Recipe Chicken with our two-piece strip combo for only $5.49. Savor the summer with two of our honey-dipped, hand-breaded, and pressure-cooked breast strips, one regular side, a biscuit, and a regular drink. At Lee's, we're making the famous taste of summer fresh and fast. Get a homestyle meal that's ready on the go with our two-piece strip combo for only $5.49. Only at Lee's. Famous for chicken. Hot, hot deals this week at Mark's. Like Tyson Fresh Chicken Tenderloins, just $2.29 a pound. And Hillendale Extra Large Eggs, just two for a buck. Yup, 50 cents a dozen. And all no-nonsense hosiery is priced at 40% off. Can't beat these deals. Get to Mark's today. When one of the worst tornado outbreaks ever to hit the Miami Valley happened, we were there. That debris signature is as clear as day telling me this tornado is on the ground. The reason that weather is our number one priority is that we truly care about the safety of your family. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, we need your help. There is folks who uh, need food to eat and they have had their lives ripped out from beneath them. Um, with these tornadic events that occurred on Monday. 
please go to whio.com forward slash tornado relief. Give what you can. We need to raise about $20,000 for mobile food units to go into these eight different areas that uh, these folks need food. Please help. Let's check out the updated weather forecast from News Center 7. Few areas of fog developing towards the south of I-70 today. Temperatures near 60 degrees. Mostly sunny to start, partly cloudy by the time we get into the afternoon with a chance for showers and storms returning from north to south in the late afternoon and lasting into the evening hours. As we go into the overnight hours tonight, a few passing showers. Much cooler temperatures expected for Sunday, high of 70 degrees. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag on Dayton Severe Weather Station, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. A current scan of the new live Doppler HG7 radar shows clear skies right now. We've got a beautiful sunrise here in Dayton, Ohio. It's 64 at the airport, 59 in Xenia, 60 in uh, Wilmington on the station that you depend on for great coverage, community help, and more so garden talk on 1290 WHIO. As many in the Miami Valley continue to deal with the aftermath of the Memorial Day tornadoes, we're bringing you a special edition of Garden Talk with Mark Weber here on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's news and talk. And ladies and gentlemen, please go to whio.com forward slash tornado relief. Help your friends, help your neighbors, help your, your, your community. Um, this thing has been horrific. Um, just horrific. Um, let's head to the telephone lines and let's go give Terry a helping hand. Good morning, Terry. Uh, good morning. Morning, Terry. Um, I have three problems. You can only help me with two. I live in Spicer, <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I live in Spicer Heights in Beaver Creek, and I still don't have any power. Oh, wow. Uh, well, you can't help me with that. However, uh, I have an apple tree. About 20 years ago, I bought a, a house here in Spicer Heights, uh, a brick ranch, and I moved my mother and father down here from northeast Ohio. My mom planted an apple tree way back when. She's in a nursing home now. My dad's passed away, and I moved into the house as sort of like a retirement place. Uh, uh, here's the, the two things that I need help with is, number one, she can't remember what kind of apple tree that is and i have an apple pie recipe and this tree makes the most delicious apple pies in the universe <laughs> and i'd like to know what kind of tree it is i don't know where to go to have somebody help me find out what kind of tree it is i'd like to plant another one okay well uh, that's, it, it, that's my first question well the first, let's let's is, let's let's deal with that one first okay um okay. does it have apples on it right now uh, half the ones that it used to. I, I got a pear tree, and it uh, the the tornado snapped that. Okay, but is this uh, apple tree? Does this apple tree withstand the tornado tornadic event? It, it did amazingly. Okay, I don't know if it's so one that's of those dwarf trees. Yeah, but, the, uh, but Terry, it, it but, was good. Terry, let me help you. Okay, um, first of all, when this tree begins to get the apples begin to turn ripe, um, give my office a call. Okay. And a little hidden secret about me, I, at one point in time in my career, actually was able to identify almost 2,000 cultivars of apples. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I, I had extensive, I had a, my horticultural degree included a lot of pomology. And pomology is the study of like apples and pears. Um, and um, I can probably be able to identify it. I, I would be that happy would be to. Fantastic. Yeah, I, 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 I actually could do. I used, I used to challenge myself in college. I would take a, put a blindfold on, and have my colleagues put apples in my hand, and I would feel them, and I could tell you what variety they were by the feel of the apple. <laughs> wow, you're the Oral Roberts of the apple. I was, universe. I was, I was a nerd. I was a nerd then. I'm still a nerd, but I could actually do ID with my with blindfolded. I used to say that I could identify about any species of apples, at least that grew in the Midwest, by blindfold tests. So. <laughs> Wow, I'm I don't know if I'm not. I don't. I could tell you though, I'm a little rusty about those kind of things. I got to use my eyes now. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's your second question, Terry? Um, well, I am not, uh, you know, a horticulturist, but what's the right way and what's the best thing to use to uh, deal with insects? Um, I mean, I've had a, a very limited success with that. 
Oh, you mean on the uh, apple tree? Yeah, I used okay. seven. Yeah, I let, used seven on it a couple of times during the summer. What's the right way to do it? Well, it all depends on what your pest pressure is, and and you have to select and choose the spray program based off of what the the major pest problem is. So I'm going to probably redirect you. Go to to the blog site of GardenTalkBlog.com and type in the search engine uh, fruit tree spray programs. And there's a couple in that in the, on the blog that you can download and utilize. And that's okay. that's the way I would kind of direct you to do it. Okay? Okay. Well, I appreciate your courtesy. Thank you, sir. And good luck. And I'm glad that you're safe. Okay? Uh, thanks. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. 457 And let's go to New Carlisle. Let's talk to Mary. Mary, good morning. Oh, I lost it. Oh, there it is. Mary? Yes. Sorry. Hi. Hi, Mark here. We got a little bit. We're running short on time, so how can I help? Um, I have viburnum. I planted probably six years ago, and they've very slowly been growing. But now part of them just hardly have any leaves or uh, blooms on them, and I didn't know if I could fertilize them or what I might do. Mary, the thing that I'm seeing on a lot of plants, and I've had a lot of calls into my office about this, particularly with viburnums and lilacs, including tree lilac, is poorly leafed out plants and plants that are partially dead. Um, uh, they, you need to be really careful with this, and this is why. Those groups of plants have a problem with a d- disease called uh, verticillium um, and phytophthora wilt, which is a fungal disease. And if you prune parts of those plants and you know, prune branches that are healthy, you likely could damage those plants irreversibly. Okay? Okay. So I would like, I would like for you to have those plants looked at by a certified arborist. And it may require some of those plant parts to be shipped off to the plant disease clinic clinic at Ohio State University to de- do to determine what the causal agent is of de- of of decline. Because is there anything I could look at and identify on them? To no. See if that's it. No, you're gonna have to work with a qualified professional because you're working with a disease, ma'am. You cannot see; it's microscopic. And oh, with all okay. the with all the rain that we've had, this disease is bad particularly in marginal sites. I've had a couple of people call me this week about tree Japanese tree lilacs that are in decline. And a lot of it's related to wet, boggy soils and verticillium and phytophthora root rot. So work again, as I've talked about all day today, work with qualified, certified arborists and horticulturists. Mary, good luck. Ladies and gentlemen, one final time, go to whio.com forward slash tornado relief. Give what you can. Our friends, our neighbors, our community is in desperate need for help. Please go give what you can. Well, folks, that'll wrap it up for this week's edition. A very special thanks to Javon for a job well done. And to thank you for listening this morning's broadcast. Remember the very words I spoke 28 years ago, and they are so very true this day. But remember this. Gardening, my friends, is a great quest in life. It's a wonderful way to enjoy the blessed earth in which we live. We will rebuild. We'll begin a new tomorrow. One tree, one plant, one flower at a time on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. From our downtown Dayton McAfee Heating and Air Studios, WHIO AM Dayton, WHIO FM Pleasant Hill, a Cox Media Group station.